Isn't it right. wild looking at Carlito now? Like when he was back in like the ruthless aggression era when you know, 05, 06, 07, when he was there. And he, he like was one of the smaller guys. Now he's here. He's like one of the biggest guys there. Yeah. He's, like enor- he's enormous. He's, he's huge. He's huge. Think about if he looked like that in that era. I bet I you know. he would have had a, I bet you he would have had the title. I think he would have. If he Probably. I mean, you know, he's got, he's got the Mexican flair. You know what I mean? Like he can cut a promo. He's got a good gimmick. Puerto, Re- Puerto Rican, Nick. <laughs> Take another sip, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> ah, moving on. Here we go. <laughs> Here comes trouble. It's me. It's me. It's that Anthony TTG rolling once again with that BT double baby trouble provision, taking up the whole screen. And you got myself, Nikki the Good, and we are the meat. Pop Express and boy, do we have yet another great show for you today. But Ben, I am exhausted and it goes perfectly with what we're going to be talking about today because this weekend is all about surviving, right? It's about Survivor Series. It's one of the original big four, but I've been surviving because here's a little promo that goes out to all the medical experts and all you smart people out there. Okay. Now, listen, tell them. I'll be honest. I'm drinking on this podcast right now, okay? I'm drinking, okay? And here's why. Children's medicine. Why does it taste so damn bad? Why can't they make this shit just taste good? Because I'm over here trying to get a four-year-old to take 0.75 milliliters of some gross-ass Motrin. And it shouldn't be gross. It shouldn't be sticky. It shouldn't be yucky. It shouldn't be, ew, I don't like that. It should just be something that tastes like, I don't know, pink Starburst. It should taste good. Because I'm sitting there for an hour and a half trying to survive to be the last dad standing as I beg and plead for this four-year-old to please consume this disgusting 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 gross ass just blah, so that she can feel better and we can bring the old fever ski down okay and now ben i know you don't have kids you got dogs how do you dogs. Get the, how do you get those some bitches to take whatever they need oh you don't well you gotta you gotta take a syringe you gotta fill up the syringe with whatever whatever sometimes it's alcohol if they eat something they're not supposed to eat and you just gotta sh- shove the syringe down their throat and squeeze it and hopefully they throw up. That's about the only way you do it. Or you just put it in food because they're dogs. So you throw it in some food. It's pretty easy to give them a pill. They'll take it. You just wrap it up in some peanut butter or a little pill pocket. They'll eat it right up. So it's Brother, much easier. My daughter can sense that shit from a mile away. If I, <laughs> if I try and put this, this shit, this bubblegum bullshit in like chocolate ice cream, it doesn't work. She detects it immediately. She's too smart for me. So the moral of this story is you just need to survive, which brings me into what we're talking about today. It's Survivor Series this Mm. Saturday, one of WWE's biggest PLEs, premium live events. Yeah, we'll stay on brand. Of the year, we'll stay on brand, right? And what we're going to do today is we're actually going to go a little bit, actually discuss some wrestling for you marks out there. We're actually going to talk about the show, what we think is going to have, maybe give a little predictions. But then we're going to end the show by breaking down, okay? We're going to break down our own Survivor Series teams. But Ben, do you want to tell these marks what the categories for this week? 
Yeah, so you know how we do things. You'd, you'd expect probably a wrestling podcast to pick their all-time favorite Survivor Series team, and that's boring as all get out. Because what are we going to do? Oh, I, I pick Hulk Hogan, and I pick Undertaker, I pick Randy Orton, I pick John Cena. You know, it, it's, that's boring. We're not doing the all-time Survivor Series team. We are picking the greatest pop culture Survivor Series team of all time. So we're each going to pick our own guys here or who we got. So we're going to run through the topics. We'll get to this towards the end, but we're going to do an 80s cartoon, a 90s cartoon, an 80s Mac action movie star, a 90s sitcom star, and then a musician from any era or any genre. And that we're going to pick our five five guys to be on our Survivor Series team. Or women. It could be a woman too. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what Nick picked. But five people we want to pick on to be on our Survivor Series team. I got mine. I love my team. I'm not going to, no, no spoilers, but I love my team. And I'm staying on brand with my team. And I'm hoping to not have taken some of your picks because when I was doing this list, I was like, what is Ben like? Well, I don't want to pick what Ben picked. So I picked two guys. So I have backups for each round. Well, I'm I hoping. don't because I know, I know I'm getting my picks. I know. I don't think you're thinking what I'm thinking here. I got a pretty good, I rounded out my team in a specific way. To absolutely destroy your team, we're just gonna say that, and we well, might even we might even go through the match. We might go through the match. We might we might even simulate the match and see how it goes. Absolutely. Interesting, interesting. But for now, we're not gonna do any simulation. What we're gonna do now is we're actually gonna get back down into the nitty gritty. We're gonna talk about the actual Survivor Series card right here, right now. And I actually want to kick it off with the women's war games match. Ooh, so Ben, that's where I want to go. I want to go ladies first because you know we're respectable guys here. We're we're you know we're husbands. We understand that the ladies got to be the priority here. So here we go. We got damage control. We got Bailey, Asuka, Eel Sky, Kyrie Sane versus Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Shotsky. I think Shotsky or Shotzi? Shotzi. Shotzi, 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 Shotzi's. You know, well, I'm taking Shotzi's right drinking, now. He's having a little, having a little pink Whitney. I've taken a Shotzi out of a pink Whitney uh, hockey stick. Before. Oh, we did, brother. Well, well, we took plenty of shots when we were down there at Starcade. I went down oh, there with Big sure Trouble were. Ben Bishop. I've never been Starcast. out. Starcast, Starcast. What did I say? Starcade. Starcade. See a little bit too much. A little too much pink Whitney. We're staying on brand, yeah, folks. I've been drinking. Anyway, so yeah, so we, I went down there with Big Trouble Ben Bishop. Never. Never hit the towns with someone that's six foot 12, 15% of a metric ton. Let me tell you, folks, if you want to just get attention at a bar, just hang out with Ben. Just hang out with Ben. It's, it's that simple. Easy. Anyway, so Ben, what do you think about this matchup, man? We've got we decent storylines here, but it really kind of feels that the storyline is really with damage control on their side, right? I, th I, I think so, too, because it seems like, well, obviously, Kyrie Sane is back, so we haven't really seen much of her yet. And so we have her, you know, matched up with um, her own ru old running buddy, EO Sky and Damage Control. By the way, I love Damage Control's entrance. I think the song's pretty badass. They got a, they got one of the few really good songs in current professional wrestling. I really like I really like their music. Um, but really, they're going up they're going up against a juggernaut of a team. I mean, Charlotte, Bianca, Becky Lynch. I mean, we'll throw Shotzi in there, but you know those those first three. I mean, they're kind of taking the cake here. Hall of Famers. This is tough. Hall of Famers. Exactly. Exactly. Already. Yeah. Definitely. Charlotte, Becky, Bianca's well on her way, and we'll see what happens with Shotzi. I think she's a hell of a talent. I'm sure she can, and she can probably make a case. We know we'll give her the benefit of the doubt here. Um, that's a juggernaut. I mean, I can't. I, I really can't call this though because you know, Damage Control is a. They're a team. You know, the other, these other four, they're not a team. 
You know, so I, I never really like, you know, just throw a bunch of singles competitors together beating an established team. So my pick, I hope I hope we see something out of damage control. I'd like to see damage control take this one. I'll say this. I feel like Becky Lynch does the thing where she just appears as the last person like every year and then just stands next to the girls like that. Like they mm -hmm. do that big stare down thing. So I, I actually, I think that if I had to predict this, I think that damage control is definitely eating the loss, but it's okay. a, it's a, it's a means to an end, right? Because you need some dissension. They've been teasing it forever. And it just, I don't, it just doesn't make any sense for Bailey to kind of be in that group anymore based on where they're going. I also think that baby's just, Bailey, baby, Jesus, brother. I have been <laughs> sipping the pink Whitney, brother. Uh, <laughs> Bailey, she's due for a, a baby face run again. I okay. think, uh, um, I get it. She's a good heel. I'll give it to her. She's had a hell of a run. But man, we got to get her on the other side of the tracks. So I think she needs to go babyface, and I think this is the mechanism they're going to use it. I do not see how you can have Charlotte, Bianca, Becky, and Shotzi. I don't see how you can have them lose to this group. I just don't see it. Yeah, the only way I think I would see it is that they just—they're just not a team. They're not a team. Damage control is, and you know they could be dominating the match, but they could have a slip up at some point, and it could cost cost them the victory. So uh, we'll see. I like I like where you're coming at with Bailey turning face, but. Uh, I think we we differ here. I think damage control wins this. So one. you're going damage control. I'm going. I would just, I guess, like the female all star team. So I'm, go <laughs> I'm going with that squad. Um, so that's where I'm going. So okay, so a little bit of dissension between us. So I like that. I like when we have different opinions. So we'll see who's going to win Saturday night. Um, for, for Survivor Series November 25th. Um, all right, so let's go into. I'm going to give it. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm going to. I want to go into the Intercontinental oh. Championship match, which I got to say, man, this is what I love mm -hmm. about pro wrestling. How all it takes is just a little good promos, mm -hmm. one big moment. And there's nothing better than when the crowd gets behind someone who they typically do not get behind, right? So we great. have the defending champion, intercontinental champion, the dude with the streak, the longest streak, right? Like he passed ever. Honky, he beat right? Honky, he beat Honky. He had the longest streak ever. We have Gunther versus, we just talked, I don't, dude, brother. How many times do we just we nail we, who's like we're on the nailing who's, who's I mean, getting that who's getting that next push? We've how done many it. more times do we have to just nail who gets the next big push in professional wrestling before people start to take us seriously and give they us? They better all the take news. us seriously. We know we know what we're talking about. We get this. We get this shit. You know why? It. Because we like sports entertainment. All these exactly. other marks right now that are just you know they're Doing fawning, their fantasy they, book. They're fawning over a guy whose name rhymes with Phil Blasplay. You know, it's mm -hmm. like. Okay, great, awesome dude, but he ain't this fella. So we got Gunther versus future Hall of Famer, two-time Grand Chan, Grand Grand Slam. Nick's having it. Nick's having a go at it today. Grand Slam champion, The Miz. What do you got, Big Trouble? Uh, I I just gotta say, what a story leading into this. Even Gunther was on our you know our close personal friend Chris Van Vliet's podcast. Yep, yep. And and he's after and, and he's, us. After us. After after us. Van after Vliet us. did interview us. We proved he that did. in the interview. He did. So we we came before Gunther, but he kept the story going even on that podcast. And he said, "I've never Miz embodies everything I didn't like. Every 
the era I did not watch professional. I did not watch WWE. Great this line, by the way. Miz Fucking embodies. great line. Because it's like he like he felt like he was gonna compliment him. Like Miz mm. embodies the time that I didn't watch this shit. And what a line! All you need is that, and he's and he has continued his just going on in on the Miz and just re, like you know and things that people have said. So it's a little bit of realism in there. Is that like what people don't like about the Miz? Now we love the Miz. We love the Miz, but obviously Miz has a lot of haters, and Gunther's playing on that. And I, you know, over the years, the Intercontinental title, it hasn't meant as much as it does now. Gunther has made this title mean a lot over the years. Miz has made, made it mean yep, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Is he, is he the, does he have the most title reigns of ours? It's still Jericho at nine. I think, I think Jericho, Jericho has the most, yeah. I think he has nine. I think Miz is at eight. But, um, I don't see Miz. I, I I mean I don't see Miz beating Gunther here. I think eventually Miz will have the the most Intercontinental Title wins of all time. I don't see it happening here. I think it'll be a hell of a match. I think Miz is a hell of a worker. Obviously, Gunther is one of my favorites. So uh, I'm very honestly of all the matches, this is probably the match I'm looking forward to the most. I would agree with that. What I'd also say is that yes, I do think Gunther definitely retains this. Um, the Miz doesn't need the belt right now. He doesn't really need the belt ever. That's just what, how no. great he is. But what I'll say is this, Gunther's perfect because when the Miz was feuding with LA Knight, right? It's kind of tough to take to, to insult guys that you're so similar to. Like the Miz has never gotten credit, right? For what he's done, right? He is Teflon there. He's untouchable. People just still treat him the same like for some reason. Like he just will always have that chip. LA Knight the same way, right? Maybe not the chosen one. You know, like the Miz wasn't the chosen one, but they just through just shoot through sheer charisma, talent, and just yep. just taking no for an answer, you know, like refusing to take no for an answer, like mm-hmm. they've ascended. But Gunther, yep. on the other hand, was Walter, obviously. Big time indie star, right? Came over from where, like UK, where Austria. Austria, Austria. I don't know, or I'm, Germany. He was in, he was all over Europe. I'm drinking. It's all the same to me. It's all the same. Um, it's, not, it's not America. It's just somewhere someplace else. else. Yeah, parts he, unknown. Nick. Yeah, he, he comes over. Unknown. He's wearing the suit too, but he doesn't have the same vibe, man. It's like I was positioned to be a star. You're not. Okay. When you were champion, when you were doing your thing, I thought the product sucked. And part of the reason is because they had guys like you on top. I think it's a money feud. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to the fan reaction for The Miz, man, because, dude, they're going to get behind him. Like, And there's mm-hmm. going to be some falsies. He's going to convince you at some point that I might be able to make this possible. It's not going to happen. If it did... I'm going to be popping big time in the basement, probably shoving some dominoes to my face. Ooh. But, you know, um, I, so we both got Gunther winning that one, right? It probably yep. are personally ours based on storyline and character development. This is probably our favorite match of the show. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. 100%, hands down. I'm going to go with what next up. Let's go with Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Another story driven match. Yeah. You know? A little look, look bit. At that. Look, def- look, look at that. Look at that. Isn't stories, folks. Stories. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> we weren't even talking about Escobar or Carlito two, three months ago. Now they're in one of the top, top pay-per-views of the year in a match that has a story that may, uh, people are actually invested in. Yeah. Look at that. Look at with, that. With depth, to, with depth to it. So what do you got? What yeah. do you got here? What are you thinking? I, you know, I mean, 
the, the easy answer, right, is, is Escobar, right? Like Carlito comes in, puts the younger kid over. It seems like they're trying to position Escobar as the next great um, Latino, uh, the face of the company, right? After Rey Mysterio, he probably doesn't have too many years left. Um, but so I, I, the easy answer is Santos Escobar. What I would like to see, though, would like to see is some type of swerve here where Ray somehow gets involved and maybe they both turn on him. I would like to see that. I don't think it's going to happen. It's tough to kind of have a guys have a match and then like all of a sudden now they're on the same page. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing. Like why would they fight each other and all of a sudden be on the same page? But if somehow they could do that and maybe Carlito has like a heel LWO faction, maybe Ray has like a face LWO faction. I'd like to see something like that, but I'm going to go with safe. I'm not going to go out too much. I'm going to limb here. I'm going to say Escobar. Escobar wins this match dirty, not clean. He's going to win dirty, but he's going to win this match. Yeah, I hope he wins dirty. I hope that's the way they run with it. I also think that just Carlito can be positioned as a big baby face if he wanted to, too. Like, I feel like he's at the point where he, just, he has the respect and ag- adulation of the audience. Yeah. That no matter what he does, they're going to kind of cheer for him, you know, because mm-hmm. he's a heel, but he's a cool heel. Like, no pun intended, yeah. but pun intended. Like, he's a cool heel, but I also think he could run it back as babyface. He's also big enough. You know us. He looks like a superstar. He's he in great, great shape. He looks he fucking looks phenomenal. Great. He's got a nice, sweet-ass finisher. He can cut a promo. I think they need to position Carlito to do a little bit more. I don't, you know, he's, you know, he's obviously up there in age, you know, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, but he's in great shape. I he looks, looks the best he's ever looked. He looked the best he's ever looked, yeah. So I would run with him a little bit. Uh, I don't think it's too crazy to to think that Santos Escobar is going to walk away with this one. Is that Isn't it wild looking at Carlito now? Like when he was back in like the Ruthless Aggression era when, you know, 05, 06, 07 when he was there. And he, he like was one of the smaller guys. Now he's here. He's like one of the biggest guys there. Yeah. He's, like enor- he's enormous. He's, he's huge. He's huge. Think about if he looked like that in that era. I bet I you know. he would have had a, I bet you he would have had the title. I think he would have. If he Probably. I mean, you know, he's got, he's got he's got the Mexican flair. You know what I mean? Like he can cut a promo. He's got a good gimmick. Puerto, Re- Puerto Rican, Nick. <laughs> Take another sip, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> ah, moving on. Here we go. <laughs> We're gonna go. <laughs> ah, the kid just yo. She just took her medicine. I'd be perfectly fine right now. <laughs> She just took it. You're all rattled. You're absolutely rattled, brother. It's been it's been an onslaught. We're never, we're never getting, we're never getting sponsored by Children's Motrin. I don't want to. Fuck Children's Motrin. If you're outside, if you right now are a fan of our show, and you are a promoter of Children's Motrin, and you want to sponsor this, and you want to give us money, I don't want it, unless it's a lot. But I don't really want because you guys fucked me today, big time. Anyway, Kim, moving on. Here we go. All right. So we got the, match. Let's go to the Women's World Championship match. Kind of another one with the same one. Yeah. We kind of know where you're going, but we got yeah. Rhea Ripley, the brutality as champion versus Zoe Stark. What do you got going on for here, Big Trouble? This one's easy. I mean, I don't – there's there's no shot that Zoe Stark's taking, taking the title off Rhea. I think it'd be a dumb decision. Nothing against Zoe Stark, but Rhea is like top five most popular person in the company right now. So I, I mean, Rhea, Rhea to me is like other than Roman, her belt is like – it's up there. The next. Like, oh, it yeah. is the 100%. next like – who the hell can actually pull this away from her? And I, she's she dude, she's so good. Like it can't even be Charlotte. Like it can't be like you could not like 
Imagine the the hysteria online if like Charlotte like ended her reign. It's oh, gotta I, be I, I would love it though. I would love that. Oh, Bro, it's gotta be that. it's gotta be someone special though. Like Zoe Jade? Stark. Like Jade? You wanna piss some Maybe. people off? I'll just do that uh, just to see people get angry. But guess what? By the way, let me let me say this real quick. Dave Meltzer. Once again, I don't know if you saw this rumor he came out with that they're they're holding Jade back because they're like, oh, yeah, they probably saw her wrestle and no. and, she, and it's not no. it's probably not as good as they want it to be. No. no, no, no. We watched years of Ultimate Warrior. We watched years of Goldberg. If they want to, they can make Jade Cargill look like an. She already looks like a star. They can make her look like a superstar inside the ring. It the the, the women they have in WWE are so freaking good. That they can do that. Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, doesn't matter. Bianca, go down the line. Mm. They can make Jade Cargill look like a stud in that ring. She can do it. Dave Meltzer, stop with this. They're just waiting for the right time, and they're doing it the right way. They don't need her to, to pop up right now. Don't need to rush anything. Let's find the right time for her, and that's it. That's I just wanted to say that, Dave, once again. Just over the top. Stop. Stop. No one that actually shit. wants to make money in the wrestling business has ever been like, oh my God, they can't wrestle. Like, no, oh my God. like no. these people that you can make money with, you're not thinking that because they're great wrestlers. Like never. And if you are, I don't necessarily think that you're on the, <laughs> I don't think you're thinking correctly because no. that's not how no. you sell tickets. It will no. never be how no. you sell tickets. I will never buy a ticket because I'm like, man, there's going to be some really good matches tonight. It's not. We just explain why. We just went through the card and explained the storylines is why we give a damn as to who wins and who loses. And for the ones that don't have as good storylines, we don't care as much. That's a fact, right? Like the Miz and the Miz and Guthrie are perfect examples of it. Like people, do you consider like the Miz? Like, has anyone ever talked about the Miz as like one of the greatest workers of all time? No, and the reason is because the IWC comes out and they say this guy's oh he's safe in the ring he doesn't do much who gives a shit he talks you into the arena he makes you interested he's a guy who is just able to basically become a babyface after ten years of being a damn heel that everyone couldn't stand you try doing that you know what that is that's called being a damn star so I'm gonna move that on to the is. next to the next thing because I, I didn't start there and I'm really excited about that because you know feeling loosey goosey right now anyway so let's. <laughs> Let's move on, Ben, to the old. We got the War Games match. We got the men's War Games. We got mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. The returning Randy Orton, the Apex Predator, the Viper, is returning finally. First, Drew McIntyre, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough from judgment day what do you got here ben i feel like there's a lot to unpack here and a lot can happen one wwe is genius for this and to put to say randy or not make him a surprise because we all know what they would be expecting if they waited until the last minute to tell you who it is it was perfect everyone if you're if it's on audio nick just finished his pink whitney with a little crystal light in it so he might get some he might he might tell you J.D. McDonald's from South Africa and Finn Balor's from Romania or something now. So, right. um, so we, um, it's perfect that they announced Randy Orton. So, you know, and the fans popped. Obviously, Randy Orton's going to get a pop. He's a legend. Um, sure, Fire Hall, Hall of Famer. Um, in this match, 
I think the easy thing to say is Randy Orton's going to turn on Cody. I would like Cody and Randy to have. Why him. is not more people talking about that? Like I everyone's think, like, think, oh, Randy's going to get his hands raised. I was like, motherfucker, I think he's hitting that dude with an RKO. Like, I think he's, I think he's turning on him. I think it's going to be Cody Randy leading up to WrestleMania. I think he's, that's what Cody's going to do. Get a, maybe a few good wins or a win against Randy. Um, obviously, they have a lot of history. There's a built-in mm-hmm. story right there. Very, very easy. Very easy story. They'll have a hell of a match. Um, one that I would absolutely be looking forward to. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Judgment Day. I'm gonna say that they're gonna they're gonna eventually win this match. I think it's gonna be awesome. Obviously, everybody in this match can work their absolute asses off. I mean, you got you got a little bit of you got a little bit of everything in this match. So I'm really excited for it. Um, one of the one of the first few War Games matches I've been really excited for. I think uh, a lot of again a lot of story. Um, but also just a ton of talent in this match. The way I look at it is Judgment Day has, uh, has no, sorry, the other side has nothing to gain. The baby faces have nothing to gain by winning this match. Exactly. Right? The Judgment Day, like, if you're looking at the stars in each match, right, as big as the Judgment Day is, and it's huge, it's the, you know, other than the bloodline, it's the, you know, 1A, one it's 1A, 1B, right, with facts. Of course. Right? There's just nothing that the baby faces could do winning this match that would further anything they're trying to do like yeah. having randy orton and cody like holding hands at the end raise it like no like it's, it's kind of good it's kind of goofy bro like, I don't... It's, it's randy orton first of yeah. all randy orton as a baby face great because he's randy orton randy orton as a heel no the best world the best of all time. champion material one of the craziest things is that they don't even like the fact that Randy Orton hasn't held the title more over the, all these years. Yeah. Like, he's so I mean, damn good. Like and he, he was just in the same time as John Cena and right. then, you know, and then Brock Lesnar. And he's right still relatively that, so. young. But I think, yeah, I think a hundred percent it's gotta be the Orton turn. The way that Cody's referring to him as his friend, mm-hmm. like just hamming it up, babyface hamming it up. I totally think it's gonna be a heel turn. Um, it's going to be great. I also think they're going to further some other storylines within this, kind of like the Rumble, how they do that. You know, you're going to see a few things pop out out of here. As, you know, set up a few other matches. Did you see? Did you did you notice? And this guy is un freaking believable. Jey Uso. Did you notice reaction? The face he made when he heard it was Randy Orton, and just because little things like that, little things because that's the last time we saw Randy Orton. Bloodline took him out. Right. So you get Jey Uso making those little faces, a little. Like that stuff, they, they, folks, little things, further in story. And the thing is, Randy is, Randy's so good that you're going to know, like, everyone's going to be eyes on Randy the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll probably come in, come in last. No one will really know his motives. No one's going to, I think that's how it's going to work. You're going to wait. Everyone's going to be waiting for him. And all of a sudden, you know, you're going to hear the music hit. It's going to be anticipated. Everyone's going to be up on their feet. He'll come in last. No one knows what he's going to do. Everybody, no one has any idea. I'm and super think, excited for that match. I hope it closes because I, I, I don't want it to open. I think up. they have to. I think they have to. They gotta close. Before, right? before we move on, so that's the card, right, Nick? I don't think there's anything else announced. Well, there's one guy that we don't know about. L.A. Knight. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, he's not on the card. Uh, maybe it's just a. Hey, you know, he was just on Crown Jewel in the main event, which is not needed right now. I feel like he you could know? have a promo. Just give him a promo. Maybe maybe a promo come out, hit a hit a finish on someone like Grace yeah. Waller or something. Like the like, like the old coach spot. Like where yeah. you give the coach a spot and he would just get, you know, like taken out by the baby face. Well, here's something interesting also is that 
there's been a lot of like weird cryptic like Shinsuke promos recently that no yes. one really has any idea. Now I obviously the hot rumor. Now uh, people on YouTube were telling were telling me calling me a liar saying we're building our platform on lies. By the way, never um, unbelievable with the the marks in this in in this world. Um, but the rumor, obviously, the biggest rumor, is CM Punk going to show up to Survivor Series in Chicago. Now I think I, I don't now. I'm predicting, I'm predicting that in some way he is going to be there in Chicago. I think they are throwing everyone, including Nick Houseman, the number one CM Punk reporter in the world. I think they are making sure that they have no idea. I think it's a big swerve. I think they're really keeping this under wraps. Only people that need to know, know. Kind of like when the Hardys came back, no one knew. No one person knew they were under wraps the whole day. No one, no one had any idea until they were walking to the ring. So I'm going to predict that. I'm going to predict that something with Shinsuke or CM Punk comes back or in some way in that Survivor Series. I'll say this. I say it every time and maybe hypocritical because like I go back and forth like CM Punk, you know, what's this guy's problem? He's always, you know, causing an issue. If he's on my television screen, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you sure are. Yeah, absolutely are. The dude's entertaining. I hope he comes back. I hope he's back in WWE. If you don't like that, you think he's a shitty person. Guess what? I don't give a shit. He's entertaining when he has the mic. He's entertaining, and I don't give. I don't give a shit that he's lost a step in the ring. Don't care. I don't. I don't. Don't don't care. The guy can sell a story. He. I mean, he can sell ice to a polar bear. The guy is so freaking entertaining. He needs to be in. He needs to be in wrestling. I get it. He. You know. He. He, he's a little bit of a prima donna, whatever, dude. Who wasn't in wrestling? Look through all the years. There's a, there's been thousands of them. There's thousands of them. So don't don't get mad at him just because he does it now. Yeah. You know. So so I think and I think he I think he'll just you know in WWE I think it's gonna be a little bit better for. And him. And I tell you so, what, you want to light the world on fire? Have him him in LA night in a ring with the microphone. My God, my God, my God, our, exactly. And that's how you sell pay per views. That's God, how you get me to buy. Indeed. That's how you get me to show up and buy a ticket. All right, so we're going to move on to the next section here. So that's Survivor Series. Um, I should be live. Ben, I think you're going to be on. You're going to be traveling. I'm going to be on the road. I'll be coming back from WrestleCade. You know, but, doing a lot um, of brother, a lot of politicking. A lot of brother, and a lot of politicking. But I'll be um, right here after Survivor Series talking on YouTube. We're going to go live on YouTube and Twitter from the uh, Meat Pop Express accounts. So check it out. Check us out there. And, uh, well, you know, we'll have a good time. If I'm still eating at the time, I might have a Domino's pie in front of you. I might be shoving this in my face. I don't know. Real quick, before we get to the next segment, Nick, let's say just our favorite Survivor Series moment. I mean, what was what's one that sticks out in your mind? I mean, mine's the obvious one I've talked about, and it, it's obviously Sid um, there. But I, I, you know, Sid winning the title against uh, Shawn Michaels at '96, but okay. at, the, at the Garden. But I would I like to say that I, what's crazy is that like you know you look back at that match, the the match where The Rock debuted. Like there's like nine yeah. whole, uh, not, not even nine because it's only eight people in the match. I've been drinking, um, but there's like six Hall of Famers in that match. Like it's just, yeah, I mean that was that was '96, right? Yeah, '96. You got Jerry the King Law. You got you got Goldust, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. You had Barry yep. Windham. You know, you had Triple yep. H. You had The Rock. Right. It's just like you had, you had it was Jake Roberts, Jake Mark Rock, Miro, yeah. Mark Miro, The Rock, and the Stalker. Barry Windham. Stalker. The Barry Windham defeated Crush. Who's Brian Adams, Goldust, Jerry Lawler? Yep, and Triple H. Yep. That this was when, and this was also when they had like every match was a Survivor Series match. There wasn't just one big Survivor Series match. 
It's like every single match was a Survivor Series. Yeah, what I, you know what I miss about Survivor Series? Is I miss them having like team names. I miss team names. I know, oh, dude, the team names are the best. One of my favorite teams was uh, was Jerry Lawler with Dink and Doink and <laughs> his right. Or yeah. was it Sneezy and Sleet? No, yeah. Sneezy and Sleazy and Wheezy. And <laughs> so what's your favorite moment? No, you know what? I mean, there's been many through the years. Survivor Series has always been a really, really cool um, pay-per-view or PLE now. Obviously, through the years, they've kind of gone away a little bit from it. So now I think now, I would say it's like the fifth most important after Money in the Bank now. Yeah. Um, but I'd say, you know, honestly, 2001 was cool. Team WWF versus, you know, Team Alliance. But... I think in recent memory, it had to be Dolph Ziggler running the table in the Survivor. In that was cool. Well, of course, I thought, we, and thought, Sting, we thought he was going to go on to be like the biggest star of the company, which, you know. No, which it unfortunately didn't happen. But I thought that was such a cool moment for him, and he'll always have that against that like juggernaut of a team. Spoiler, that Survivor Series team loved that team. They were enormous, that team. Hey guys. Luke Harper, uh, Rusev, Mark Henry, Rowan. That was a big, big team. Oh, no, Rowan was the other team. Rowan was the other team. That was a big fucking match. But what, what I'm getting at, you know, is that it, that that was an awesome. And then, of course, you know, Sting comes out at the end, which, you know, that was just an incredible moment. Obviously, never been in a WWE ring. So people freaking out there. So I'd say, you know, in recent memory, 2014 is probably my top Survivor Series moment. And what year were you born again, Ben? 1990. So you were born in 1990. So you didn't actually see the Undertaker debut. I never saw the No, nope, I, I actually I, saw it. Okay. Wow. So that's like, bro, like you want to talk about legitimately being like a five-year-old and like your eight-year-old brother's like, we're going to watch Survivor Series tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we talked about it nauseam. I say that phrase a lot, but it's the truth. I've watched it a million times. It's probably one of the most watched clips in the history of WWE, like the Undertaker oh, yeah. like debut. Fucking scary, dude. Oh Actually yeah. Scary. I mean, Paul uh, Paul Bearer was scary. I he had never scary. seen I just Paul remember Be- being a kid be like I had never seen you never saw anything like this ever no. on TV on anything. Like not like that. Like he was so convincing. Yep. walking down and roddy piper on the bikes look at that ham hawk just that yep. whole like just the whole presentation 1990s survivor series um they got the gobbly gooker as well survivor series man man it I should be a lot it should be a lot bigger than it is right now they should, make, should. They should make it a bigger it deal should. around thanksgiving but you know it Dude, is what it is it is what it is some bro. of these some of these team names man the bad guys the teamsters the royal family clowns are us the million dollar team Dude, see, this was this was fun, man. They had the, everybody had a team name, and I they all it bought on. into it. Uh, and, oh, and let me let me just say, it was the uh, the royal family was Jerry Lawler, cheesy, queasy, and sleazy. Makes sense. He versus, probably versus Dink, Doink, Pink, and Wink. The clouds. that might be the best. Can't beat it, brother. Um, so let's move on to the ne- next and last segment. So what we're going to do is we're going to fantasy book our own Survivor Series teams using the following categories, 80s cartoons, 90s cartoons, 80s action stars, 90s sitcom star, and finally, one musician. And as usual, I take in the big man for the big boot. All right. Ben to you, 80s Now, cartoon. I'm going I'm to go, yep, we're going to go in order here. So we're not just going to pick random ones. We're going to go in order down the list. Um, I'm picking for my 80s cartoon. I'm going to pick the leader of the team. One of the greatest leaders in the history of cartoons, of action cartoons. This guy led a team 
versus an alien race from another planet. Well, they were an alien race too from another planet. I think I know who it is. They were ro- they were robots in disguise. I'm picking oh. Optimus Prime at 20 feet tall and weighed who definitely more than 15% of a metric ton, probably a metric ton. Optimus Prime, the leader of my team from Transformers. That is who I'm leading off with for my 80s cartoon. He is going to be the captain of Team Big Trouble. Give me your best Optimus Prime impression. Autobots roll out. I am Optimus Prime. Prime. I come from the planet Cybertron. My um, favorite always though, my favorite in Transformers though, just to nerd out a little bit, was always uh, who was it? Was Starscream? No, Starscream. Starscream. And he had that voice. Yeah, he had that voice. Well, he always, was he was always also, fucking up. He was always fucking I think up. The, you know? the, guy, the guy who did Starscream, I think, also did Optimus Prime. I think they're the same guy. But this, so Peter Cullen, I know yeah. did Optimus Prime. Pretty sure the same and, guy. And the same guy who was he? The same guy who did Eeyore? Because Mega- it's funny. It was Megatron and Eeyore. I, or no, maybe it was Eeyore and Optimus Prime. I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny that the guy did the same voice of both of them. Autobots. Yeah. Roll out. No, Matt, what a, one of the all-time greatest franchises. For um, me, yeah. for me, I'm going for my 80s cartoon. So I'm trying to kind of just get a little bit of a cheat code here. And basically, somebody that like just never lost back in the day in pro wrestling was Hogan. So I just picked the guy that kind of looked like him. I'm going with He-Man. I'm Ooh. going with He-Man because he's jacked, brother. Yes, he I is. I have, the, have power. the power. Played a bunch of groups of misfits, and he won every big match he's ever been in. I'm going with choice. He-Man because, brother, um, you know when you're, you know, what was it? What was it? Gray Skull? What was the hook? Gray Skull? Uh, um, Skeletor was Were the main going, bad yeah, guy. Skeletor. Just uh, Gray beat. Skull was the. Uh, I think the that's place. where they li- the place. That's where that was like the temple. Yeah. He was just beating that assless, and the bottom line is the guy was jacked. That's pretty much why. But Jack he, Prince he, Adam. He was jacked. Haircut. He was jacked, and he looked like Hogan. Um, he sure did. Kind of look like Hogan. So next category is to me. We're going with 90s cartoon. Okay. So 90s cartoon. I was a little, and it's coming back to me here for the first pick. I was a little torn by this, but you know that I like to give it to my little short guys. And if there's anything I know about short guys, is I know that if I read a magazine for X-Men, our boy Wolverine, brother, Ooh, who is guy, you just can't kill. He's a little guy. He's a little guy. I think they actually got him booked shorter than me. He's about 5'2". Yeah, they got him booked shorter than me. Mm-hmm. Don't make a joke. They got him booked shorter than me. I'm not 5'2". Oh, My wife is way too hot for me to be 5'2", brother, because I'm still in the I'm still in the I can still get hot chick zone. So if you're mm-hmm. curious about where old Nicky the Good is standing, and it ain't that tall, sure as hell any tall it's been, it's tall enough to get a hot smoking hot Italian wife, and that's what I got. Um, yeah, so I'm going with Wolverine because dude, All right. guy's I mean, pretty much indestructible. I mean, it's pretty much cheat code. I can't lose. The, I can't lose the match. He probably has to get counted out. To be honest, probably he has to get counted out. If they're enforcing the rules, he can get counted out. All right. I mean, we know he's got daggers in his in his hands. I mean, that's a that's an interesting pick there. But I mean, it's okay going with the small guy. He's a little guy. He's a little guy. You know, he's just a little guy. Little guy at the bar always causing always causing problems. Always yep. wants to fight the bigger guys. Yep. I'm going with. I mean, I, you'll you'll figure this out, folks, as we go mm-hmm. along in this little draft here. Is I'm going with all big guys. We're we're going all over six foot here. Every guy, even over six three. And my next pick, I needed some machismo on the team. I needed some attitude. I needed somebody who was just a bona fide ladies' man. I'm going with my 90s cartoon. I'm going with Johnny 
Bravo. Oh. Look, Johnny Bravo. He's jacked. He didn't do leg day because it's an upper body business, folks. Doesn't matter. Shout out JD from New York. Hope you're still putting up 275, buddy. Yeah. But Johnny Bravo, 6'3", with his hair. He had the hair. He had the looks. He had the shades, of course, because the sun never sets on a cool, cool guy. guy. You know that. You know that, folks. Johnny Bravo chasing the women. We needed a little bit of that. That's what wrestling's all about. So I am picking Johnny Bravo as my next pick as my 90s cartoon. So you got a robot and Johnny Bravo so far. Yep, exactly. What a team so far. All over 6'3". Nah, I like it. Off. You know I like good-looking people. So Johnny Bravo, good by me. Um, next category is going to be 80s action star. And Ben, we're kicking it to you. Yep, 80s action star. You know, my, I my feel team, like this. I feel like I know what this one is. My team's, my team's definitely got the villain vibe. You know, we got Johnny Bravo. I mean, Optimus Prime's an ultimate, ultimate good guy. But you're kind of getting an idea now that I'm, I'm going with tall guys. And usually in movies, tall guys are sometimes the bad guys. The big guys are sometimes the bad guys. Why? Because it's hard to overcome us. Um, but I am going to go with standing at six foot five with just hands of steel. He killed Apollo Creed. Oh my I'm God. going with Ivan Drago as my next pick for 80s action star. He can. He trains in a lab. He's got the whole country of Russia behind him. He's he on the gas. Is the he's on the gas. That is professional wrestling, wrestling, you know. And and you know he came up a little short against old Sly, you know. But whatever. He killed Apollo Creed, and I, I mean that's that. You got that. That's gonna say some villain. Yeah, he's a villain. He's a foreign heel. That's Vince's wet dream. So you know what, Ivan Drago, my third pick, '80s action star. Nick, going to you. For me, 80s action star, I'm going with a little, I need a, someone who's crazy. Okay. I need okay. someone, I need my a little my, a X factor. I need someone who's unpredictable, someone who just is unconventional, but can get the job done. So I'm going with the 80s action star version of John Moxley. I'm going Ooh. with from Die Hard, John McClane. Oh, yippee-ki-yay. I'm taking okay. yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, because, listen, the dude, listen, he didn't have a great body, okay? He wasn't the most jacked motherfucker in the world, but he was crazy. He mm -hmm. pissed people off, was a hell of a promo, and I'm looking to sell tickets. And if I'm looking yep. to sell tickets, I need someone that can that can relate to the common man. And there was no bigger common man than John McClane as an action star in the 80s. You know, Bruce Willis was basically kind of going bald. He didn't even have his full head of hair, didn't have a full head of nope. locks. He wasn't, he wasn't seen as this iconic sex symbol, you know, that he would probably become later in life. He was, you know, he's rugged, you know, tough dude, you know, wearing the old guinea tee, you know? I'm going with John McClane. Dude was unpredictable and saved the world many times over. Okay. Good good pick there. Good pick. And really quick, Nick, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think it is. I like uh, it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it is, folks. It's not. It's not. It just so happened to be centered around the same time where Christmas mm, happens in the year. Okay. That's it. We're not, that's, 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 that's a discussion, discussion, discussion for another day. All right, Nick, back to you. We're going with 90s sitcom. 90s sitcom star. So, I want to give love to the to the little people. Oh, okay, okay. You kind of talked about it. We talked. You actually alluded to the actual match where you had the royal family versus the what the clown show. What was it? Clowns are us. Clowns are us with the little people. So I'm keeping it in the same category. 
because I like to diversify my portfolio. So I'm going with baby Sinclair from the dinosaurs, not the mama <laughs> coming in with foreign objects, hitting, basically, oh. he'll probably go over and win the match, just coming in there with a bedpan and smashing old friggin' Optimus Prime right up in his dome, being like, Autobots roll out, motherfucker. You're not the mama, and I'm counting you to three. One, two, three, baby Sinclair going over big time as a little people person, but he's a dinosaur. Okay. okay. Well, the baby, you gotta love him. Gotta not love the mama. Him, but... Not the mama. Um, all right. Well, now to me with my 90s sitcom star. And again, I'm going big. I'm going with the big guys showing love. And Team Big Trouble, we ain't going to miss in this pick as well. Because I'm going with Rob Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. Brad Garrett, who stands at 6'8". Big mother. He's a big. He's my second biggest guy on this team, besides the 20-foot Optimus Prime by the 20-foot alien robot, Rob Barone, Raymond, you're coming in, just bursting through doors. You know, he emasculated his brother at every chance he could. He's a, he's a man of the law, too. He's a police officer, I think. I didn't really watch a lot of everyone's law. I think he was a police officer, but had the deep voice, masculine. Uh, and, he, and he's Italian, you know? He's Italian. I, love I, that. Love the Italian. I also love that. For Italian. that show, I'm fun. Italian. Fun fact, the um the writer went to Hofstra, was my alma mater. Look at that. He's pride. Pride. Um, pride, baby. Hofstra pride, baby. Um, yeah, I like that pick. That's a uh, good one. Rob good my oh, parents yeah. are a big big fan of that show. And I never was. I never was. I never was, Nick. That's yeah. pretty good. But he could be yeah, a team. Right. He's tall. Man, he qualifies. He is. He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a personal favorite. And he's a funny guy. He's a yep. funny guy. And we're going to close out our Survivor Series teams with a musician. Any musician from any era. And Ben, it goes to you. I had a tough time with this because I was trying to find like a tall musician. Could have gone with Billy Corgan. But he's a little skinny. You know, I mean, you know, he loves wrestling, though. So, you know, shout out the NWA. Um, but I didn't, really, I didn't, I don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't really fitting my team. But I was looking up who were the tallest musicians. And I found this guy. I'm not a big fan of this genre of music. It's okay. It's okay. But I'm not, I'm not a big fan of country music. Have you seen how big this mother effer Trace Adkins is? No. He is 6'7". This big. guy is enormous. There was a picture of him. And folks, go look this up. Trace Adkins. A-D-K-I-N-S. Trace Adkins next to the Big Show. Big Show might have had one or two inches on this guy. And they're like the same size. This guy is an absolute hoss. So I am rounding out my team with Trace Adkins, big country singer. I've heard, obviously, I've heard of him before. I did not know how big this mother effer was. He's and 61 man, years old. He said he's 61. He's got experience, but he could probably still throw hands. I bet you he's got that old. He can still strength. go. He's got that old country, old man strength. Oh yeah, no, I'm. And I, he is a sleeper on my team. Trace Adkins, rounding out team Big Trouble. All right. So for me. To close it out, we're going with musicians. And we said it could be any musician. Yeah, right? Any musician. Anybody qualified. This guy had a hit single. This guy was tops on the iTunes charts. This guy's hit single just had its 10-year anniversary. And people are still talking about it today. Do you have any idea who I'm talking about, Ben? Oh, oh my God. You pandering son of a bitch. Go Let ahead. Let me ask just you a question, him. Ben. Let me ask you a question. I've never listened to the song in full. 
Did you ever meet a girl and think to yourself, <laughs> she's the one? Oh, as my time God. time goes on, you realize she's <sighs> nothing but a hosky. Folks, just I'm so you know, he listens to... Zach Ryder, because we're talking musicians. I somehow did it. Oh, Nikki the Good. I could have said Jeff Jarrett. I could have said my with my baby tonight. But no, 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 baby. I'm going with Zach Ryder. It's the 10-year anniversary of Hoski, one of the greatest boy band songs sung by a single artist. I'm going with Zach Ryder. It's still on iTunes, baby. It's still cranking. It's got the best lyrics of all time. When I met you, girl, it was love at first sight. The hair looks so good. That dress was so tight. Just like incredible stuff. And he's a pro wrestler. So some t- some way, old Nikki the Good did it. I somehow took the category list and I brought it back to professional wrestling. And on no other podcast, brother, will you ever get someone with the brains and the bronze of old Nikki the Good and the Meat Pop Express. Zack Ryder is my musician for my team for Survivor. He also listens to the, he listens to his own music and when he works out, folks. Just so you know, a little little known fact from the mm-hmm. early days of the Meat Pop Express, we went mm-hmm. over that. Um, no, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Obviously, friend of the pod, Matt Cardona. Um, I was at the time with Zach Ryder when he produced that song. Um, very, I, I am. I didn't even think of it. Didn't even think of it. But that's hell. That's a good. That's a good team. That's a good team. Not as good as my team. My team's enormous. Yeah, your my team would probably squash my team, but it's fine. Awesome. It's okay. It's I'm just you trying know, to sell some tickets. I'm just trying to sell. I have, a, I have an alien. I have an alien. Twenty foot alien robot on my team. So another '80s action star. I could have went if we, I, if we were bringing it back to wrestling. Could have went with Thunder Lips. You could have. Yeah. Could have. Could have went with all Thunder Lips. I'm kind of upset. Over. I didn't do that. Now that, yep, right. So uh, that was that is our Survivor series. That yep, look at that. No holds. What was his name in No Holds Barred? Rip. Rip. Yep. So it could have been Rip as well. I mean, Hogan had some absolute bangers. And folks, maybe on a pod one day we'll do a watch along as we watch one of the some of the great Hogan movies of all yes, time. Yes, sir. So, folks, that's it for this week. This week we are covering Survivor series. So you just got all of our picks. You got our Survivor series teams. We're looking forward to the show, which is going to be airing tomorrow night on Peacock because November twenty fifth. All right, we'll be there. We'll be live tweeting. Ben will be in a car. Um, but I'll probably be live after the show discuss all things Survivor Series at Meat Pop Express on YouTube, on Twitter. Make sure to follow us there everywhere. You can follow Ben at Big Trouble BB on all platforms. You can follow me at Nicky the Good on all platforms. And Ben, do you have anything else to say to these marks? Nothing else besides the fact, let me get my shoe in real quick. I will be at WrestleCade this weekend, folks. If you're there, come see. I'm unofficially going to be at WrestleCade. I am going to be probably the biggest mother in the goddamn room. Maybe not. Maybe won't be credential, but I'll be walking around. Come see me. I might have Slim Jims. I might not. Most likely won't. But you know what? Maybe. But maybe not. Probably not. But, folks, until then, if you see me there, come say hey. Make sure you keep the shades on, you keep it positive, and you also just keep it trucking because the sun never sets on a cool guy. Later, Marks.